Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Guy on the Couch podcast, and I'm your host, Selassie Bachele. This is a solo dolo episode, and I'm sorry. I haven't spoken to you fuck sticks in a long time. I've just been grinding out there in these streets. I know you have been, too. So please forgive me. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to uh, Cost Apparel. Okay, you can find them online, K-O-S Apparel, on the Instagrams. I got on one of their amazing Cost t-shirts. So soft, so smooth, great fabric. Um, Support your local vendor, Cost Apparel, K-O-S Apparel.com. Get that buttercream shirt hopefully by next week um i'll have a promo code for you guys anyone that is a guy on the couch listener maybe we'll be able to uh get you guys some swaggy at a nice discounted price so what has been going on with me since we last talked um i shot pay uh, not patient zero silent partner with isa curry um, he is the director that did um, Patient Zero, um, a film that I did with him last year. That is, uh, um, that was in a Rack Focus Film Festival last year. And Silent Partner is a new film that he has directed. He did not write this, but um, um, R. A. Fuller, um, I believe, is the writer's name. He wrote it, and it is a psychological mystery sci-fi detective thing. So I like to describe it as true crime that uh, Showtime TV show meets um, X-Files. Something like that. But um, it should be really good. We shot that uh, maybe three days out in Corsicana. It was a um, six-day shoot. I only shot for three days. Um, I play a detective in this film. Um, I do not die. At least, that's what they want you to think. Dun, dun, dun! And it was a great experience. Um, The film festival for that will be in September. So that'll be really exciting. Hopefully we can come out of that film festival with some sort of accolade, some sort of um, reward for um, the efforts. But from what I saw... In, not in post-production, but in regards to some of the still imagery and some of our scenes, just the energy between me and the um, co-star, April Hartman, uh, was really good. So, onward. Uh, me and my booski went to Tulum, Mexico. Boom, boom, pow, pow, shut your mouth. And that was fucking dope. Um, we did a nice, nice little all-inclusive scenario. Love all-inclusive. If you guys go anywhere... Um, that's it. Mexico, all-inclusive is the fucking way to go. Um, get your wristband, get your drink on, get your eat on, get whatever you want for freezy peasy, and that is the life. Don't do it any other way. No Airbnb, fuck all that. Just all-inclusive, all, all adults. It was a nice resort. Um, the name of the resort was called Core, right? So, um, Tulum is probably like 90 minutes from 
the Mexican airport, Mexico airport, or not Mexico airport, but from the Tulum, yeah, uh, Mexican airport. So 90 minutes south. So we're at the bottom of the island, basically. And at this time of the year, there was just a lot of fucking seaweed. I felt like we could probably walk 30 meters into the ocean and be standing on top of seaweed. There was so much seaweed coming in. Um, But other than that, it was beautiful. We did a nice little bike ride, me and the booski. The resort was nice. Um, Nice, nice scenery. It was a nice way to get away and relax. We, neither of us um, had been to Tulum, so it was really, really, really cool to get get out there. Um, next time, we're definitely going to check out some cenotes. Um, if you guys don't know what a cenote is, it's like those underground caves where you can swim with the stalactites. tights. Yeah, the ones that come from the ceiling. Stalagmites come from, from the bottom. So it's stalactites from the ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Underground caves, you can swim in them. They're super cold. You know, little fishy fishies. You know, so next time we go to Mexico, we're definitely going to try to do some of those type of adventures. We did go to the Mayan caves and met some little weird little Mexican or Mayan, not really Mayan, since that's like a people, an indigenous type of person. Um, But uh, this weird little Mexican animal. Um, real friendly, because people were feeding it food, you know. Don't feed the animals, but what do humans do? You always feed the animals. It's the first thing you do. No, really, first two things you do. You, you feed it, and then you try to fuck it, you know. For some odd reason, that's what humans instinctively try to do. Here, animal, animal, let me feed you. And then after you get bored with trying to feed it and nurture it, you try to fuck it. It's sad. Or you eat it. It's, it's weird. Anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, this little weird woodland little creature. Very friendly, like I said. And we walked the Mayan temples. Really nice. Saw a lot of um, lizard lizards. A lot of iguanae, you know. Um, and there's a wallaby in our hotel running around. All gangster. Uh, I was like, boo, check that out. That's a wallaby. She's like, what? That's not a wallaby. I was like, have you seen Rocco's Modern Life? Uh, And she's never seen Rocco's Modern Life because uh, my boo, she never had cable whenever she was growing up. She didn't even have, like, Nickelodeon, you know. And Rocco's Modern Life was one of those Nickelodeon cartoons. And Rocco was a wallaby. Anyway. Uh, so those wallabies running around in our hotel, it was it was nice at the end of the story. Um, so check out Tulum, but not in the seaweed season. Um, onward, uh, what else is going on? My film is still in post production. Huzzah! Um, I'm getting some personal um, stuff done for me um, in regards to my um, career path, like some demo reels being finalized, spokesman demo reel my theatrical demo reel being finalized, commercial demo reel, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But life has been good, you know? Or excuse me, life has been well. Um, I'm in a really good place, and I hope that you guys are too. You know, I hope this message comes to you and you have a full heart, you're clear in your mind, and you have good intentions, 
when you meet and talk to people on the day-to-day basis. I feel like if you go forth on the day-to-day basis, setting your intentions, firstly with yourself, like meaning how you're going to um, attack the day. Like, for example, for me, um, I like to wake up, either get a nice workout in at the gym um, or a cycle in, um, like teach a cycle class or take a cycle class or go for a run or even take Bikram. And I'll tell you about my Bikram journey um, as we continue. And that really fires me up for um, being engaged with individuals and just being open and caring, you know. Um, I feel like if you're able to spend one hour for yourself, just find one hour. We do so much for everybody else on the day-to-day basis, just in work and in life. You know, you wake up, you start thinking about work, you work all day, boom, boom, pow, pow. You know, you're out there grinding for somebody else unless you work for yourself, you know? So for those of you that are out there punching a clock, doing somebody else's dream task, find an hour for yourself to meditate if you can. Um, maybe when it's in the car, you know, you you maybe it's the timber in my voice that soothes you to a pleasant place that calms your heart and eases your mind. Or, you know, maybe you just take 10 minutes while you're on the, the shitter and not tweet or Instagram or Facebook and, you know, collect your thoughts, have some quiet meditation, you know, and collect those times throughout the day to add up to an hour. If you can't get that hour right off the bat by itself, you know, I like, like I said, I like to strike the iron in the morning. I'm an early riser, you know, and uh, I'm up early like the rock. (laughs) He's my fucking idol. Man crush. Oh, MCM sidebar. Anyway, um, like I'm up early, um, getting a good workout in, like really memorizing scripts, getting things prepared mentally so I can just be good and be great and give my best to whoever I engage myself with um, throughout the day, you know, so I feel like that's important. So but f- find some time in your day. That, that's, that's what I have to say to you. Um, my Bikram journey. I started a Bikram journey doing 18 um, sessions in 30 days. I started two weeks ago, Monday, and I'm on my eighth class, my eighth, seventh class, actually. Tell the, tell the truth. Tell the truth. I'm on my seventh class. My eighth class will be tomorrow. These are between 60 and 90 minute Bikram sessions. Por qué? Why, you ask? Well, uh, last year or the Actually, a few years ago, um, I started doing Bikram and I felt that it centered me and it brought things um, it brought things to the forefront of my mind. Like it, it, it made things clearer for me and um, calmed my heart. And just like me working out in the morning, it just made me open to listening to people, being more sympathetic and apathetic. Um, towards people's uh, emotions and feelings, you know, and I remember um, going through a lot of uh, stress and depression. Everybody goes through depression throughout some point of their life, 
and uh, lives, excuse me. And sometimes you realize that you're depressed and sometimes that you don't, you know, my depression came on whenever I lost uh, my stepfather um, several years ago and had a lot of anxiety and I wasn't able to sleep. And this was one of the ways that um, helped me um, bring things to to the forefront, <coughs> excuse me, the forefront of my mind to have clarity in regards to my personal intentions with the people that I was coming in contact with. It's not like I was living my life shitty or anything, or, you know, um, I had bad intentions with the individuals I was coming in contact with. But, you know, like when you lose someone that is closer you, to you, or um, just lose someone in general, you know, like sometimes it, affect, it affects you in a certain way. And losing my stepfather and that part of my life, that time period of my life. Um, that was something that I needed that I've carried on, you know. Anyway, so I've kept that as a yearly journey for myself as a hard reset, a hard um, hard reset for my mind, my body, and my spirit um, to rejuvenate my, my soul for um, the year of my calendar reset. So I tried to do it after my birthday. My birthday was in April, last part of April. Me and Shoddy Girl went to Mexico maybe like two weeks after that. So I started it um, two weeks after that. You know, we went out drinking and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I needed to have a hard reset in regards to getting into that yoga mind um, threshold. So, um, tomorrow will be um, number 8 out of 18 in 30 days. So, I feel good, you know. Um, I've been having some tense tension on my left side, you know, my, my, my neck, um, my hips on my left side. And this has been really opening me up um, in regards to being able to be more flexible and be better in the gym, you know, like flexibility is key. Being able to have muscle dexterity is, is key, you know, and as you get older, it's not like I'm old, but, um, I'm not 18 anymore. <laughs> and as you get older, you want to be able to bend and twist your spine. You know, that's how people, you know, uh, get a uh, spine damage or not spine damage, but uh, throw the back out because they're not bending and twisting or compressing weight or blow their hips out because they're not twisting or stretching properly, you know? So uh, you motherfuckers out there, get your stretch on. Even, even take that stretching um, time as part of your meditation, you know? Um, that, that's what I do too, you know? Um, I, I, that's... When you're in these poses in a hundred and five, hundred and ten degree room, sweating your your balls off next to Ingrid and Broomhilda, these are two old ladies that are I'm sandwiched in between that are between the ages of sixty five and and forty, you know, and they're doing these tree poses and twisting it up, and Jim's right behind you, and he's he's fifty five, he's all old. Hairy chest, hairy back, and his speedos. Killing it. Brings perspective to your life. 
like, man, these, these old people are getting it in here. I, I want to be flexible and durable whenever I'm old like that, you know? Jim from Hilda and Ingrid, they, they, they've been in there for, for years. They can down dog and backward bend with the best of them. Fucking betcha. Ah, man. Fucking amazing. Anyway, onward. Um, next class is going to be great. What I'm working on next, I've uh, been having these auditions for these biggies, some some major network heavy hitters. Um, I wish I could say right now, but I signed a non-disclosure. So um, I haven't booked anything yet, but just really getting these calls is really important because some people don't even get these calls. You know, some people have been in the game for a long time. They might be with an agent. But they, they don't get calls, you know. Um, so I'm very blessed and very fortunate to be a part of a, a network and being able to showcase what I do as an individual on these platforms as an actor, spokesperson, a commercial um, uh, entity. You know, I know some actors that are in Atlanta, Chicago, or even in uh, L.A., you know, that you know, grinding on their acting gig, but still hit that 95, like more, more so than often, or more so than not. That, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, they're on that nine to five during their day job more than they, what they really went out to LA to do, you know, like stay hungry, stay grinding. And even on the, on the flip side of that, I know actors that are out there that are on network TV shows that you know, went out there because of who they were here, because they had the chops, you know, they, they went out there and went gangbusters, you know. People ask me, when am I going to go? I feel like I'm in a good position to swing between each coast. Um, but I definitely want to spend more time in L.A. in the upcoming year. As soon as my film is finished... And I have hard copy. Ooh-wee! I'm out this bitch. Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be so beautiful. Spread my wings in a more dynamic fashion as a producer, director, more of a creator. And really branch out, you know, in a more dynamic way. Man. 2019 has been absolutely brilliant you know we're six months away from 2020 and that shit right there is fucking crazy don't let nobody waste your motherfucking time with six months left in 2019 <laughs> 2020 is right around the corner that is so fucking crazy six months away man y'all should start christmas shopping now christmas in june but don't give the presents to those motherfuckers. Just buy, just buy the discount items now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I remember you talking about this. And then get it. Even though it's summertime, you can give it to them in the winter. It really don't matter. You know, you, you got it on that discount rack. You know, but it's the thought that counts. You know, put it in your underwear drawer underneath like the, the, the Sunday underwear. You know what I'm saying? For, for the girls, that's probably the, the wide back 
granny panties for the guys, at least for me, it's that skirt boxers. The, the skirt boxer is where you you have the tattered under crotch, you know what I'm saying? It, it, and the waistline is uh, might may or may not be over uh, over elastic elasticated. I wonder if that's a word or over over extended, you know. But definitely the the crotch area in between the thighs, the the gut, the chode, the undercarriage has been is is tattered. You know, it, it's on its way out. It's hanging on by like threads, you know. Or, or it might not even be there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I call it the skirt. The man boxer skirt. Or, or a short kilt. I love my kilt. Uh, yo, okay, guys. Guys out there, get yourself a kilt for the summer. It's perfect for, hear me, pause. Getting out, the, out of the shower, boom. Wrap your kilt around you, boom. Towel, towel off, bam. Let let the undercarriage do what it does. You know, you're getting ready. Boom, boom, pow. Second scenario. You're getting out of the pool. You need to dry off real quick, real quick but still be be classy at the pool gathering. Uh, put your shoes on. Wrap yourself with the kilt. You still got on your trunks underneath. You can jump in if you need to. If the fight breaks off, you can... Still kick somebody in the fucking face and not be afraid because you still have your shorts on and that is just a drying fashion statement. Boom. Mind exploded. I'm telling you, you're going to start seeing it and you heard it here first. You heard it fucking here first. Also, summer wear for guys and girls, because I, I'm a jumpsuit aficionado, short jumpsuits, shorties are perfect for the summer, perfect for that pool weather, perfect for going out with your shoddy. Y'all can be in matching jumpsuits, his and hers. Ooh, I've been trying to get my girl into a jumpsuit for like the last year. She is adamant and extremely resistant on every attempt of me putting her in a jumpsuit. But I wear them. I wear them with pride. Yeah. If you guys want to be part of my jumpsuit team, jumpsuit aficionado squad, comment, text, send me, send me an IGZ. Let me know. I can hook you up. You know what I'm saying? At sweetjumps.com. Those are my peeps. I'm all over their page. Sweetjumps.com. Get your jumpsuits on. Ow. I'm telling you. Be a part of the jumpsuit aficionado squad. Get your male romper. I was rocking male rompers before that shit was even a a thing. My buddies was like, oh, that's not something you should brag on. I was like, boom, trend setting, trend setting, trend setting. Trend setting. Some of you might think it's comical, but some of you, 
have worn them yourselves. Patos Locos wear them. Mechanics wear them. Astronauts wear them. Get the F out of here. All right. We're going to wrap this up, you fucksticks. Like I said, this is a quick little solo dolo. Um, I want you guys to be great. Go out there. Shine for your highest goals. Be good to each other. Find one hour a day to have some personal me time, some mental re refocusing, you know? You don't even have to go for a run or push weight or do yoga, but, you know, just find some some me time. Do something that you want to do. Clock out. Unplug. Log out. Stay hydrated. Be good to yourselves and others, like I always say. And in signing out, um, in the end, there are, are three things that matter. How you've lived, how you've loved, and how graceful you let go of the things that aren't meant for you. I love you. We out. The Guy on the Couch podcast is brought to you by Cost Apparel. Get that motherfucking shit.